Being jealous of someone else or someone else being jealous of you has almost become the norm these days. Between social media accounts and all that people post and all that people flaunt, it's almost hard not to have people hate on you, even if you're not trying to do anything and you're even minding your own business. And at the same time, you yourself might find yourself falling into the trap of jealousy. Be careful. Today in this episode, we're going to talk about jealousy, what it's like to have people be jealous of you, and what to do if you're finding yourself jealous as well. Hello, Assalamu alaikum. Thank you for joining us here at Mindful Muslima Speaks. I am your host, Mindful Muslima, and I bring mindful podcasts on how to live a modern life by the Sunnah two times a week um, right to you. And today we're going to talk about a topic that a lot of you have requested in terms of emotion. I get a lot of DMs on emotion, how to deal with this feeling, that feeling, and then how to deal with people who are being super aggressive or difficult with you. And that's totally understandable especially in this day and age where there's a lot of jealousy, hatred, hating, haters in general, right? Um, Today's episode before we start is um, sponsored by my Ramadan Recharge program. And what I want to say is I'm about to kick off a lot of things in Ramadan. So if you want to ensure that you get access to how to receive all my Ramadan tips, freebies, access to my Ramadan community. Super excited about that this year. Bonuses and how to even get my master plan or access to it. Um, And have a successful Ramadan. Make sure you save a spot before they're all gone and sign up on my waiting list. It's just a simple free waiting list. It's down below in the show notes. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about jealousy. And by the end of this podcast, what I hope to bring for you is just an understanding of jealousy kind of how it can show up in our space or in our spaces, in our life or online, and then also kind of how we can deal with it. And I have about five really powerful suggestions that can help you kind of whether or not you're the person who's jealous or you have people being jealous of you. And so until it's out of by the end, I hope you have some solutions for that. In fact, I'm sure you will. At least if you could try just one or two or all five, it's up to you. All right. So the thing about jealousy is, and you know, it's really hard because women as women, oh, we can be so jealous of one another. And I know women out there know what I'm talking about. And it's actually, to be honest, the reason why I'm super cautious about who I befriend personally, even, you know, in my life. And the truth is, the more religious your friends are, uh, you know, the ones that truly have Dean, the less likely they are to be jealous of you and wanting what you have. And they're more likely to become almost like cheerleaders for you and people who actually want your success as opposed to the opposite. Now, it's not foolproof. At the end of the day, we're all human and we all have some level of jealousy that happens. But at the same time, you have a much better chance to have people who are actually true, true friends if you pick people of Dean. And, you know, a lot of times Muslims are like, oh, you know, religious friends, that boring. Uh, You know, at the end of the day, the reason we're told to have religious people is because it's not just the friendship there that that is good that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the Prophet peace be upon him wanted us to have. It's all the benefits, like the bonus on top of bonus. It affects our life in so many areas outside of friendship, having those friends. 
And this is a good case where I have friends that they make du'a for me. I have friends that they go to Umrah, they go to Hajj, and they're making intense, intense du'a for me. That is bringing so much barakah in my life because I can uh, like give them du'a on anything in my life, on any topic. It could be parenting. It could be with my marriage. It could be buying a property. It doesn't matter. I have people who are looking out for me and I have my back regardless of what area of my life because they are truly religious friends. So I do encourage you, if you haven't already, to seek the right friends. And if you're a parent who is looking for or struggling with that with your own kids, I feel you. It's really hard these days if you're a parent and you're trying to not just find your own good friends, but find good friends for your kids. I actually, if you go way, way like archaically back in the beginning when I first started this podcast, I have how to help your children choose good friends. I actually teach my children how to do this and there's lessons that I put there. So maybe like, I don't know, in the first 10 podcasts that I ever did, you'll find it there. So go ahead and check that out. All right. But in regards to us as women, um, you know, you have to be careful, not just in being jealous, but also in, um, you know, like your own, your own assumptions that sometimes you can make. And as women, all of us can make assumptions at some level. And so I wanted to just touch on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran, he says, Oh, you have believed, avoid negative assumption. Indeed, some assumptions are sins and do not spy or backbite on one another. Would you like to eat the flesh of his brother when dead? No, you detest it. And fear Allah, indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is accepting of repentance and most merciful. So if we deeply reflect over this example, it might be enough just to keep us away from backbiting about someone else if we're jealous from them and stuff like that. But in general, we have to just know that our words in response to our jealousy, if we do experience jealousy, or response to someone else who we feel might be jealous of us, but we're not sure, they're just giving us the eye. We don't really know what is in the hearts of people and the minds of people. So try to avoid assumptions at all costs. And um, in the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also says in the Quran, this is in um, Surah 17, 53, in the first one, by the way, if you didn't hear me, I didn't mention it was 49, 12. But in this Surah 17, 53, he says, and tell my servants to say that which is best. Indeed, the shaitan induces dissension among them. Indeed, shaitan is ever to mankind a clear enemy. And you know, that's the thing. I think sometimes part of jealousy is shaitan's trap. He just wants us as women and, you know, just as people in general to just have dissent between one another. And that's just, that's just like, We were told that. So what else do we expect, right? So what we should be focusing on more of is how to deal with it. And so I kind of always use this basic rule of thumb of if I have nothing nice to say, I say nothing. So if someone's like, oh, what do you think of this person or that person? I'm just like, alhamdulillah, you know, may Allah bless her. I won't say anything if I have nothing really good to say. It's just better that way sometimes, guys, because it can lead to other things. But One of the things I really want to mention about jealousy, it is one of the biggest diseases of the heart. And scholars say that no one is free from hasad, jealousy, hasad, right? And um, But the noble person kind of hides it. That's what they they refer to as the person who is more like better at it and they're more noble. They'll hide it while the base person will show it. And jealousy is dangerous because while it can destroy our own self and and our own good deeds, it can also cause us to want to harm another person. Let me give you some really real life examples. It might cause you, first of all, like we men- mentioned, to defame someone else, to defame people that is really, really a, a, a like the category of slander. That's an intense sin. And these have huge punishments in Islam. The second thing, it might, other than just that, it might cause you to even do something to sabotage the success of someone else. So if you're feeling jealousy in your heart and this 
scholars say we all have some level of jealousy. We need to just be aware of it. So while you might be thinking, hey, it's not about me, there's that person who's jealous of me, just hold on because you might have your own, even if it's a small piece of jealousy that could be um, tripping you up as well. So one, it could cause you to defame someone. And two, it might cause you to even do something like sabotage someone. And let's just give you like a modern day example. Maybe you're going to give them a bad anonymous review. Or maybe you're going to tell someone who might want to hire them or marry them a lie about them, etc. You know, our secret deeds that we do that are bad are never secret from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the seer and know of all things great and small, right? So let's just keep that in mind. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from ourselves and from one another. I mean, and the last thing I'll just give you is like worst case scenario. You might actually end up doing something physical, like actually feeling like compelled to steal or physically harm that person. So just, you know, let's just be careful with how far we let our jealousy take us. And and you never can use the thing like, well, they did this to me, so they deserve that. No, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who judges people and he's judge and juror. And we don't get to decide what harm people uh, have a right to receive. That's actually not okay. And that's from shaitan if you're thinking that. And we've all had that moment where we're like, oh, that person, they just really need to get dealt with. But at the same time, you're not supposed to keep that feeling you're supposed to say you know Allah protect me from myself and and you know and then you wish good for them and the prophet peace be upon him used to teach us to make da'a to make supplication for people that we don't like or we have difficulty with or that we're angry with and a lot of people are like no way I'm not gonna wish that person well well that just says something about our heart and the state of our heart so actually you should be able to do that and I should be able to do that and that's one thing that I make a practice because I know that at the end even guys let's just say worst case scenario you struggle to do it for every good thing you say for someone else the da the angels say and the same to you so if you say oh Allah give her Jannah the angels will say give the same to you you know and the same to you so so this is something where we're not losing we're only benefiting one because we're following the sun and two because we're getting that beautiful um, response from the angels so no worries don't hold back on wishing well for other people even if you're not so fond of them right and I just want to touch on something that's really important but before I do I do want to mention that um in, in the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, also he tried the people of Israel with jealousy. And he said in the Quran and Surah Nisa in verse 54, or do they envy for what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given them of his bounty? Aisha radiallahu anha, remember she had those rumors spread against her? And the rumors were made up because of jealousy. And her mother said to her, oh daughter, there is never a charming lady loved by her husband, but that people feel jealous of her. All right. So if you have a beautiful family and a beautiful relationship with your husband, and not a lot of women do, by the way. And, you know, even I'm going to be totally honest when I put up the podcast about my husband and my relationship with my husband, because I was teaching women on how to find spouses for their own self. Believe me, I did not want to put up anything of my husband on there, but I did it for the sole intention. And I made the intention multiple times and, and had to renew it and make sure it was clear to Allah that I'm doing it not to show my husband. I'm doing it not that I show pictures of him because I didn't. I'm talking about when I had him to, I spoke about him on my podcast. Not that I'm trying to show my husband to, to people and, and incur jealousy, but because I just want to prove that this is totally possible to get married by the sunnah and to do it the right way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you the barakah and that's really I was almost testifying that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
gave me the good that he promised. So for me, I wanted to tell women, if you do what Allah says and you you really, really follow Islam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the best keeper of promises. He will give you. And that's why the advice I give you guys, I'm so serious about it. And I really hope you take it seriously because when you decide to live differently, a more mindful life, a life by the sunnah, your life becomes easier. And it has so much blessing. And so I was sharing that on there. But believe me, I'm well aware that of this thing where it says, you know, the advice of uh, Aisha radiallahu and her mother that said, never a charming lady loved by her husband. Not that I'm saying I'm charming, guys. I'm just saying, like, anybody who has a good family life that people have become jealous of her. And that's why you have to be really, really careful about what you share. I'll talk about that more in a minute, especially on social media. And anyway, sometimes, you know, what we have causes people to be jealous of us. And sometimes because their hearts are sick, they get jealous. But sometimes because our hearts are sick, that makes them jealous as well. How can that be? What do I mean? Well, let me ask you a question. And I'm going to get really serious right here, guys. I really hope you take it seriously. And understand that nothing I'm saying is any specific attack on any women. But I want to tell you what I'm about to say is something I sincerely need you to think about. All right, so I want to ask a series of questions, and I want you to think long and hard about them because this has a lot to do with what we post on social media and jealousy and kind of how things transpire. And what I want to ask you, and as I ask myself these questions, believe me, so what I ask you, I first ask myself, is why do we feel the need to post pictures of ourselves in our best outfits or on our best day, like a day that we think we look really good? And you know what I'm talking about, right? You can just scroll through anybody's Instagram feed when it's just picture and picture and picture after them and themselves. Now, I know some people do some things where they sponsor um, clothing and stuff. I'm not talking about that. Those people have actual like, you know, um, arrangements and things like that. I'm talking about the average Muslima, like yourself or myself or anyone else who just decides that I need to pick you know, especially pictures of myself with my pouty lips or my kissy lips or my my best makeup on or my hair like this or my hijab like this or my outfit like this. Why do we feel the need to post those pictures? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I'm just going to say it here because, you know, Allah will ask me why I don't mention, Allah forbids women to flaunt their beauty. And yet we look so good sometimes that we can't contain it. Or maybe we don't feel good, actually. Maybe it could be the opposite. We don't feel good about our, ourselves, but we want people to tell us le- we look good so that we can feel good about ourselves. We we have that issue where we, we feel like we look so good, we have to share it. Or we don't feel so good about ourselves, so we need some likes so we could feel a bit better. And so we post stuff on Instagram, Snapchat, whatever, or Allah forbid on TikTok, right? For the whole world to see. Maybe you're even dancing in your outfit. The whole world, a deed that can never be erased or undone or deleted, right? Because you and I both know it stays up on the cloud. It stays in our book written by the angels. We put the beauty that we have or the nice house or the nice car or purse or the new phone we got that we have out there. And then someone becomes jealous of us and we act offended or as if we're shocked at their behavior, all right, so let's just think about that for a minute. Why do we feel the need to post pictures of ourselves like that? And the next thing I want us to think about is what benefit does it have to post these pictures of ourselves, flaunting how good we look or what good we have? Now, I'm going to tell you the answer. 
there's nothing. There's no good benefit, to be honest. You're only going to incur hasad. You're only going to incur hasad. You're going to have people looking at you and being jealous of you or me, myself, if I do that, or get an evil eye, or even worse, even worse, you're going to expose your own self. What do I mean by that? Well, if I post a picture that I am only exposing like this, I'm exposing the disease of my own heart. I'm showing everyone that I need help. I need guidance, that I need attention, that I have self-esteem issues, and that I'm boastful, and that I'm a show-off. And yeah, I'm going to say that, guys, because there is literally no reason to post pictures like that. Now, if you're having a lovely day with your family and you want to share it with the world, that's different. Actions are based on intention. I didn't make that up. You know as well as I, that's one of the, the big 40 hadith. So actions are based on intention. So every time you want to post a picture or I want to post a picture, and I do this, I ask myself, what is my intention for posting this picture? Now, if it's just like, oh, I look good today, or people need to see how how my outfit looks or my hijab or like, oh, I want everybody to see. Don't, don't fool yourself if you're telling yourself, oh, I just want everybody to see my day, what's going on in my Don't fool yourself because we all know why we really post things. So I want you to think about like, what is the benefit of us posting that? And is it something where we're going to incur benefit or not? So what I'm basically saying is when we post these types of pictures, we're not we're not just incurring possible jealousy. We're also exposing ourselves and our weaknesses in that way. And so I want us to think about that. And it's not just me saying this, right? The Prophet, peace be upon him, the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the Quran are telling us that people who have even a mustard seed of arrogance and boastfulness, anytime you have riya, you're showing off. Like you sh- you're supposed to take the blessings that Allah, and I'm supposed to take the blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave us and not show them off. We're not supposed to. It's actually not supposed to happen like that. So this is from Islam, right? And the people who need to do this and they haven't even like a mustard seed of this inside of them, they don't even get to smell Jannah. They don't get to go to Jannah. They don't even get to go near Jannah. So where do they go? Where do Muslims go then? Fill in the blank, guys, right? Why do we want to do that to ourselves? So let's just be really careful about what we post so that we don't incur that evil eye. We don't incur that jealousy. Let's just be like checking our accounts, swiping through, and making sure that we're protecting ourselves from ourselves, but from other people as well. So what can we do? What can we do to avoid the jealousy of people and to deal with the jealousy of other people if it's from them? Like, how do we even deal with those people? Maybe we're just minding our own business. Well, let's look at some Islamic and then additional practices on a daily basis that we can do. I'll give you like some five basic but powerful suggestions. And inshallah ta'ala, if you use these, I promise you'll find ease in it because I use them myself. And that's why I always love to share things that truly work. I've tried them out, use them for years and years and years, and inshallah ta'ala, they'll benefit you too. All right, the first one obviously is to use the the tools that are given to us. So the Prophet, peace be upon him, believe me, used to have a lot of people jealous of him, a lot, because everybody loved him. They loved him and loved him no matter what happened and what people tried to do to defame him. And that just made their jealousy grow. So what did the Prophet, peace be upon him, the, some best of people are our prophets, right? So we have to look to them. What did they do in these situations? We're not reinventing the wheel, right? So the first thing they did is they sought refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the worldly evil that there were. So basically protection and going out each day. You say Surah Al-Falaq, Nas, any of these surahs are are things that are suggested to us. Many of us have these little du'a books. You have the, all the du'as. You don't have to, to DM me and ask me which one, guys. This is all public knowledge out there. 
And um, Fortress of the Muslim is an, an excellent book that has tons of small dua. And you can use any of the, the morning ones that you say to ward off evil. I do them myself every morning. So my first suggestion is make that a morning practice, a morning ritual that you do, a routine that you you recite these things, even if it's the two, three minutes that it takes. You could do it in the time of fejr, whatever. But please, please make them a part of your life because you almost have like an invisible shield for the rest of the day. Then you can walk outside, walk around, deal with people. They could think whatever they want, feel whatever they want. It almost like, you know, when you're a kid and they have that saying, like it bounces off of 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 you like like you know it doesn't stick to you it's like that whole thing like boom i just picture like invisible shield things bouncing off my invisible shield as i'm strutting around because i'm doing it with humility i've asked for allah's protection and i know he is the best keeper of promises number two embrace humility more Stop flaunting any good that you have. And I shouldn't flaunt any good that I have. Or even worse, posting something in a fake way. Come on, guys. Pretending that we're not showing off, but we kind of really are. So let's just be real and let's try to embrace some more humility. And if you're struggling with humility because you are so gorgeous, and that is a fitna, by the way. Some women, you know, are gorgeous and other women are jealous of them, but actually being gorgeous is a fitna. When you are a good looking woman, a lot of men want to talk to you. A lot of men are constantly trying to get your number and constantly trying to DM you. And that's really hard because you're constantly have to ward off evil on a regular basis than someone who does not have the same features as you, whatever they are. And we know you, there are some beautiful women out there. You know, may Allah bless them. And so we don't need to be jealous of that, but we have to understand that they have a struggle too, because they are pretty. They're getting um, a lot of negative Islamic attention, let's just say. And at the same time, because you have that beauty, you have to be aware that it is going to be your trial and you have to manage your trial. Otherwise, it will consume you. So let's may, you know, do our best to try to embrace humility more and may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from ourselves. Number three, care less about what other people think about you. Guys, that's the honest truth. You're just going to have to learn like I learned the hard way. You know, when I was younger, I didn't realize how much my thoughts of other people were affecting my life, right? And I have a whole podcast on this episode, episode, um, excuse me, on this topic, episode 92, how we shouldn't worry, you know, about what other people say. And it, it actually affects our own, our own sanity, our own happiness, you know, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is, is, watching everything and you know justice will be served Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will punish that person in ways that we cannot imagine and I promise the punishment will not wait until the afterlife most times the person who is jealous will have a very unhappy life usually and if that person is us then we will have an unhappy life and in dunya we will never feel satiated you know Benny Adam we're never going to feel like we have enough we're never going to feel like we're pretty enough we're never going to feel like we're skinny enough whatever it is so you yourself will destroy yourself but we if you're having a trouble dealing with the jealousy of other people and and dealing with what they think and what they say and what they comment on your posts and whatever, go to episode 92. I have the whole way that you can uh, deal with um, caring less about what other people think about you. And I told you exactly like literally how I do it and how it it's no longer a problem for me. Number four, stop testing yourself and filter what goes into your ears and your eyes. Now scrolling for hours on Instagram, Snapchat, uh, TikTok, and, you know, TikTok, guys, I'm just going to pause here and say is very dangerous, by the way, and very vulgar. I know you don't need me to tell you that. You just have to open the app and hear all types of stuff. Yes, you can have a million followers overnight on that platform. That's why everyone likes it. It makes them feel super good about themselves. But at what cost? And what is the quality of that audience 
anyway, right? So if we scroll for hours and hours looking at every picture and wishing and hoping, we will in no doubt find the jealousy increase in our own heart, okay? We have to understand that we're just putting our face in the fire and then wondering why we're having these internal issues. So let's just try to avoid it. You know as well as I do that most people these days are faking what they have, right? They're not even having all that. They're faking what they have or what they've done. And you know why they get away with it. Have you ever really thought about that? Do you know why they get away with it? And let's just be real here. It's because no one fact checks, right? I'll give you a perfect example, all right? And this is a funny one. It's funny to me, at least. How many profiles have you seen on Instagram, for example, where someone puts public figure on their account, right? Right? Who made them a public figure? Who gave them that title? Themselves? How embarrassing. So people can put anything and no one checks. But unfortunately, you know, for us, some of us were just like sheep. Like anyone just believes these things and then they start to feel inadequate about themselves for things that aren't even real. Guys, let's just stop testing ourselves and just wishing and putting these things in front of us. Let's find other things to put in front of ourselves. And the last one, Avoid people who are jealous of you and just keep yourself busy with something better, guys. You know, there's a famous saying, out of sight, out of mind. There's only so much you can deal with that person where they're just going to keep getting in your head. So just, you know what? Be too busy for them. Avoid it. And then don't avoid it and then sit in your room and keep thinking about them and eating, you know, yourself over it. I mean, do something else. Like, honestly, earnestly put your energy into something better. Now, if you noticed, every single suggestion I gave was something that has not to do with the other person, has to do with ourself. Why? Now, it's not your fault that the other person might be jealous of you, right? It's not completely your fault. They do have control of their own selves, right? So maybe not. But it is you who may be feeling horrible or super annoyed by them. Don't let it control you. I'm serious. You have complete control over who you let irritate you. Don't be fooled by thinking you can't stop your feelings. You can get a grip on your emotions and you are in control. You have the ability to be in control. Matter of fact, I even have a podcast on that as well, number 99. You could check that out, how to control your emotions if that's something you're struggling with. But it is my mission to really have our women take back their lives, take back their identity, be proud of our identity, and become the best version of ourselves. And in fact, they can find happiness. We can find happiness and fulfillment that we're seeking if we just honestly go about a better way of doing things. And that's why everything I'm telling you, it's from the sun. It's from our dean. It's not some stuff that I made up out my head and and I, I just you know, I'm suggesting it to you out of trial. Like, hey, try that. That might work. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us the best tools. I'm just trying to make those tools accessible, right, through the podcast. So may Allah make it easy for all of us to implement these things. And please do not forget, guys, to click the link below on my Ramadan Recharge waiting list because when you do that, you'll be able to get access to all the goodies that I have putting out. In the next uh, week or two or three, you're going to find I'm going to put a lot of stuff out there. I put it out on different platforms. It's not always easy to catch or know when I'm doing every single thing. So if you're on that waiting list, I ensure that you get everything. And not only do you get everything, you get it first. Inshallah ta'ala. So I pray that you guys have an amazing week. Please keep me in your da'a if I will keep you in mine. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to live to Ramadan and to reap the benefits of Ramadan and to leave Ramadan better than when we first entered it. Ameen, ameen, ya rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum, rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.